This is the War Room Roundtable podcast, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant businessmen and women on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they've learned on the road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their successes into your life and business. The War Room Roundtable is brought to you by your hosts, Jason Miller, CEO of Strategic Advisor Board, and Philip Llanos, CEO of Own the Rhythm, and former podcast host for Entrepreneur and Inc. Magazine. Welcome to the War Room. It is an absolute pleasure to have you here. How are you doing, Matthew? I am doing great. It's been a busy morning. It's just go, go, go. It's the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's a good sign if you're if you're being productive. Uh, as Jason likes to say, a four-letter word for him is busy. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, that being said, one of the first things we like to ask when uh, we start this uh, conversation with our guests is, do you yourself come from a family of entrepreneurs or business owners? Yes. My dad is a uh, general contractor. He's always done everything under the radar that he possibly can on that end. Uh, my parents originally had a uh, log home construction and quoting service that they did started when I was very young. Um, and like where, where that slow transition, instead of there being a kind of general generational transition from everybody just working the grind to uh, having that one person that kind of branches out and doing their own thing. Like it was almost just a transition transition period where my parents did a little bit of both. They worked in the factories plus had their own business. Uh, and I'm just more focusing now on, I worked in the factories for a while and now it's all right. Now I'm just working for myself. I'm never going to, I refuse to work for somebody else again in my life. Yeah, no, it's a sentiment. I think everyone who listens to the show will echo. Uh, <laughs> it's there's just some people just don't need to do that. <laughs> uh, now, that being said, you yourself have a pretty interesting take on how an agency can operate. And uh, I want to get to that. So before we, we go there, we got to bridge the chasm there. And that is, so you make the decision, never going to work for someone again. Uh, you've done, you've paid your dues. Now, what's the journey like to you launching a business? Is the agency you run now the first business you launched? Um, I had originally, tr I'm really bad with timing. <laughs> okay. I had tried to start a custom computer company back in 2009. Obviously, 2009, not the greatest time to try to start a tech-based <laughs> business. Um, I'd done like a small lawn mowing service when I was really young, kind of like the first thing, just, all right, I need to make my own money. I'm not old enough to work for somebody else. That's what I'm going to go start doing. Um, so I've always been in the mind of, I want to do things myself. And I'm only one of those people that once I get focused on how to do something, I constantly, I just go down rabbit holes. I've done 3d printing. I've done leatherworking. I've done metalwork. I've done construction. It's always one of those things where, all right, how can I make this always pay for itself? Even when I was doing aquarium hobbies, I was breeding fish in order to pay for it. So it's something that I don't get into something if it doesn't have the ability to pay for itself. 
And now it's just taking all of that knowledge that are procured for the years and being able to help other small businesses, both in our marketing agency side, but also being just being able to share that knowledge of these are the hurdles that you're going to have no matter what the industry. So I'm just trying to pay it forward too. And just like all those businesses in the past, you found a way to make this marketing agency pay for itself. Yep. And you're saying Jason's favorite line, it pays for itself, or as he likes to call it, the self-licking ice cream cone. <laughs> <laughs> and getting that mailbox money, baby. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we, we try to make sure that when we designed the system, that it was something where no matter what size business you have, we had a minimum barrier to entry because that's something that we felt when my wife was working for another agency, she's our web engineer. Um, she saw the battle of small companies that were just starting. They wanted to have an actual professional website. They wanted those professional services from a, comp- a agency. And usually it's a four to five digit bill up front in order for that to be affordable. And we're like, this that's not sustainable as a small company. We need to make sure that these people are served. So we took and we focused on this extremely in, underserved niche of businesses. And I mean, this last week, even I had probably 15 people reach out to me saying, hey, we need your services. You actually have what we need in an affordable package. And we're like, I mean, that's why we're here. Yeah, man. No, I, I love it. Uh, I think what you're doing is a service to the marketplace. Many people all, they all shoot for the four or five and I get it, Mm -hmm. you know, um, but there are people who are going to grow into that four or five. I imagine you have an offering that grows into it, right? Yeah. That's the best part is we get in on the ground floor with these businesses and we're built to be able to scale with them. So whatever they need, we can handle it. Now, where does that, is that again, tied to just how you've always done business from like making sure it pays for itself? I mean, this is a, it's a huge leap, right? All of that was like crafting and sort of trade work. (laughs) And then you go into the agency. Yeah, that is, that became the part of me, my wife and our uh, friend that we have, that's our social media specialist. We all just looked at our skill sets. I'm good at talking with people. I'm good at explaining things and thinking outside the box in ways that the layman person that doesn't know what they specifically need, I'm able to break it down and explain it for them. So that's where I'm our client acquisition. I handle all the client conversations. Whereas my wife, she's great at building a website. She's been doing it since the late nineties. She knows that stuff inside out. So that's where she specializes. And our friend that does social media, she is a goddess when it comes to that stuff. So that we will let her focus on that. And everybody has their specific niche. So like my history with doing all the crafting and stuff is I had to build these relationships with the crafting vendors. So when I was doing 3D printing, I had printer companies, I had suppliers that would reach out to me and they'd send me stuff just because I was good at talking with them and knowing, hey, I have these problems. Let's see how we can fix this. And I was input on a couple of manufacturing teams even for 3D printing companies to fix little things that they had. Um, So it's just that that relationship building that a lot of 
agencies even, or even just salespeople because they don't are focused on sales and not built focused on building relationships. That's where we kind of stand out a little bit of difference too, because I mean, you go to forums, you go to Facebook and stuff, it's constantly, Hey, I'll sell you this. And it's like, I don't want to necessarily sell you something. I want to solve your problem. Yeah, man. No, I, I understand the sentiment. Exactly. Uh, I want to let Jason chime in here on some of the things you've said, because I'm sure he's got a lot to appreciate about the way you approach business. There's something to be said about the old fashioned way. Right. And the old fashioned way of things isn't this pushy salesy. I always go back to my old man back when I was a kid, you know, I watched him do business and it wasn't, it just wasn't like you see a lot nowadays. Mm -hmm. It's so far from that now compared to what it used to be. And, you know, bringing that back, if we can get more people to just bring back that old fashioned way of doing business, you know, one, we'd have a far cleaner marketplace <laughs> for yeah. sure. And <clears throat> instead of this sell, 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 and then, you know, crappy fulfillment or, or, or whatever the case may be. And, you know, that's where, if we could just get more people in that mentality, the marketplace itself would be a much cleaner place. It would be easier for people to actually acquire clients. The coaching space is the perfect place for this conversation. Right? Mm -hmm. I call them COVID coaches, right? <laughs> Why? Well, they got fired from McDonald's and decided to go get a coaching license mm -hmm. for, for 35 bucks, right? And next thing you know, they're advising businesses, right? And who has to deal with the fallout? Somebody like me, somebody like you. We have to deal with the fallout of that crap because the client got screwed. They got advised with bad yeah. advice. And now they just clam up and they just think everybody's out to get them, right? And so, yeah, I, the, the marketplace, a big, big, giant broom about the size of the United States to just sweep across business and get rid of all the garbage. <laughs> yeah and that's all i got to say about that. <laughs> yeah i'm with you 100 percent there i mean my dad he's been a general contractor he got his license back in 96 he has never once had to hand out business cards do any type of cold calling his week his work has spoke for itself and he's never been without work and so it's it, the referrals and people just really underestimate the word of mouth. Mm -hmm. And if you're, you're doing quality work, you will always have clients. Yeah, man. No, that's, that's and that's coming from a marketing agent, right? Like you're like, look, <laughs> we run an agency and we know, uh, but there is something to be said about somebody who just continues to deliver. Yeah. Like I've tried to get my dad to let me build him a site. He won't let me. He's like, I don't need more visibility i i can't keep up <laughs> it's a good problem to have yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's true man no I, I think jason and i were having that conversation a couple i want to say maybe a week ago just about how far an individual can go before they have to bring on mm -hmm. more help and more people and what that looks like and you can go pretty far without it and 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 like a good reputation goes a long way so 
we understand this. You've got the team, right? You found a niche and things are going great. What does the future look like for you? Where, what do you have your, your sights set on? Um, a lot of it is just building up that reputation in the space. Um, I mean, we've only started back in May, so we are very new, but we came out, we just came out the, what's the word? Hit the, hit the ground running. Yeah, guns um, blazing. <laughs> take advantage. Of, I was able to take advantage of a few pre- previous connections that really were already on the ball wanting my wife's services um, as the web designer side. So we were able to pick those up real quick. And immediately it just became referrals from those connections. Uh, or very easy outreach. Uh, uh, like how you guys find me on Alignable. It just, just giving out advice very quickly became reciprocal and people wanting my services. So now it's just a matter of really just building it all out, getting everything, making sure that everything is up to our quality um, and taking advantage of the current tech of the space. I mean, it's exploding technology wise as well. Got it. Now where, if people wanted to connect and like, get more information about what it is you're doing and maybe stay on your radar, where would they go? Um, the easiest place obviously would be our website, definitely onto something.com. Uh, we have a contact form on there. We are on pretty much every social. We're on LinkedIn, Reddit, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Alignable. I'm on a good portion of the day, just keeping up with people because I do have a lot of connections over there now. Um so if anybody's on there, that's probably the best place to find me. Uh, otherwise, just go to our webpage, drop a line. I'll email you back pretty quickly. That's cool. Definitely on to something.com. Definitely on to something.com. Yeah, man, I respect that. No. Now, if if you could go back to the person who was doing work uh for someone else and not yet having completely taken that step forward into their own power of building a business and working with strategic partners and all that, what would you say to that version of yourself? Stop waiting. There is no perfect time to start. Do it right now. I don't care if it is five minutes a day you spend doing it. Start. Man. Yeah. I mean, there's literally doesn't get any, people are always looking for like the most uh, detailed, insightful. This is how the more you plan it, the harder it's just going to be to execute (laughs) those plans. Just go step one. I have a picture downstairs, actually. It's if you're waiting for step one, here it is. Get on to step two. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. I love that. I love that. Sometimes Um, a good old fashioned swag is what you got to do. Oh, I've never heard of that phrase before. Scientific wild ass guess. <laughs> Wait, it's a sorry. scientific wild ass guess. Yep. A swag. <laughs> <laughs> I've legitimately Sometimes you just got to swag it. You just got to swag it. <laughs> so that's what they mean by someone with swagger. No. <laughs> you, you, can't, you can't hit it over the fence if you don't swing. Ah. That's right. Straight up. Um, yeah. Now, I, I hope you don't mind. We're, we're going to take a, a moment to go ahead and uh, give a big shout out to someone that's made this episode possible. 
they're part of the community. They actually listen to the podcast and uh, they are rogue publishing partners. Uh, they essentially offer you a host of experts in the independent publishing industry to help you, whether you're an executive, an entrepreneur, a coach, a consultant, a writer, the, you can publish books with them, market books with them. They've basically designed their entire operation to give you the traction you're looking for in the marketplace when it comes to publishing. So go ahead and visit roguepublishingpartners.com and let them know the war room sent you. All right. With that said, let's get back to the show here. So I, I'm curious. So you've got your sights set on going forward with this new niche that you've developed. You spend a lot of time social networking with people. If there was anything you could leave behind for someone who still is like, ah, even triple digit spending is a lot for me. Like, what would you say to them when they're like, ah, I know I need to market. I know it. Like, what would you say to them? Don't think of it necessarily in the dollar value. Think of it in the hours that you're spending doing it. For example, it may take us 10, 15 minutes to do a small site update. For a Wix user or a Squarespace user, that may be a half hour, 45 minutes, many, many times multiple hours in order to get it exactly how you want. That is time back you're getting because we're handling it and we're doing it in the most efficient way possible. Right. So don't look at his dollars spent. Look at his time back. Yep. Yeah. I mean, especially for smaller operations, they don't have much to afford yeah, in the, terms of lost time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, heck, even us, it's it's been go, 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 seven in the morning, eight, nine o'clock at night, some nights. It's just, just constant. Right on, man. Well, I'm going to turn it over to Jason to sort of uh, hear his reflections on some of the things that you talked about right now. And then we'll get back to the grand finale. Yeah. It's interesting. You know, and we we hear people trip over money, right? All the time. I hear it every day. People trip over money, uh, and and it's not always because they don't have it. It's 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 like there's this feeling of loss when mm -hmm. people give money up, right? And but I think what most people don't realize, going back to what you said, time is money. And money is time, right? And you have to leverage them both the right way. Speed loves money and money loves speed, mm -hmm. right? So you have to really approach it as, what is my trade-off? What's my better trade-off? It's always going to be the money. Because if you spend a dollar to do something that would take you five minutes, this is not accurate, but I'm just saying using it as a, if you spend a dollar to do something that takes five minutes, could have you made $2 in that five mm -hmm. minutes? It's basic math. And at the end of the day, your wife can lie to you. Your kids can lie to you. Math never lies. It's your best friend, <laughs> right? So math always wins. So you have to know that math for you. Maybe it is worth you taking the five minutes to do that. I don't know, but you got to know that for yourself and then look at that and say, what's the risk versus reward? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Like an example I use quite often is sure mowing my lawn is easy. It doesn't really take me a whole lot of time to do it, but if it takes me 45 minutes, that's 45 minutes I could have done on outreach helping my wife with a couple of things on design, critiquing things, talking to other clients already mm -hmm. that I have. 
that 45 minutes could have cost me several, several hundred dollars versus spending 20, 50 bucks to have somebody mow my lawn for me. Right. And that's as real as it gets. If people are still going, eh, I don't know if it's worth Yeah. <laughs> Spend the money if it's going to make you more money. <laughs> I mean, um, you look at you look at most really high executives, they don't drive to Starbucks and get a cup of coffee. Have an assistant go get it. Mm-hmm. Why? That 30 minutes of time to that you would waste on that trip to get that would be the most expensive damn cup of coffee you would ever buy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. No, I, this is this has been a, a great one. So again, definitely on to something.com is the place you want to go to check out more of what Matthew Weber's doing there. Uh, with that said, we've reached the grand finale. Drum roll, please. I got, I got to get a sound effect. Then. I just, you do got to, you got to get something. That, <laughs> I mean, you can always beatbox. It's late enough. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, so, Matthew, if you could have invited anybody to sit in and sort of reflect on life the way you just did with uh, your origins, your family history, how you then turned it all around by sheer power of conviction and aligning yourself with strategic partners who were already close to you and showing that it can be done and that you can still find places in the marketplace that need service and have it grow into and scale up into even better, stronger, more fulfilling and rewarding relationships on both sides. Who would you have loved to have invited here today and why that? It's it's hard to specify a single person because I want like everybody that has ever told me you can't to be (laughs) in the room because that is the most powerful saying that anybody can have in their chamber because that's guaranteed power of I'm going to prove you wrong. And people think of it the other way around and they let it get to them too easily. Uh, If I had to pick a single person, probably my grandmother. She was a huge influence in the past of constant. You can do this. I don't care what it is. You put your mind to it. You can do anything. And you can't count those people enough in life. The ones that really do truly support you for no reason other than that they just care about you as a person and yeah um what a way to turn it all around to people who tried to doubt you it's 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 funny not everybody is empowered by people doubting them but the ones that do man they can really use that as fuel i'm sure that kept you running for Mm -hmm. for that's how you do your 12 16 hour days you're like look (laughs) these people said i couldn't do it i'm doing it and I think I think that's a valuable thing is is to find what it is that can give you the juice you need to get over to the next step. And it's like you said earlier, uh, if you're still wondering about step number one and how that's going to go, move over to step number two. And there you go. You did it. Uh, it's that simple. And definitely on to something.com is where you can get more of that stuff. So, Matthew, I had a pleasure meeting you and hearing about the interesting way that you've approached business. But it is tradition around here for Jason to close us out. So I'm going to let him do it. Yeah. Well, hey, we're all busy. The word busy. Um, I choose the word p- 
productive versus busy. Um, but yeah, thanks for taking the time to be here. It's 30 minutes out of your day to be here. And that, uh, that means a lot that you're willing to do that. So thank you for sharing your story. Thanks for sharing your little bit of uh, truth bombs out there, right? Um, everybody needs those every now and again. And uh, gosh, best of luck with your agency. And man, it's fourth quarter. Kill it. <laughs> aim higher, don't aim. Hey. <laughs> See the way you're shooting. Well, it's not right on, quite brother. fourth quarter, but it's almost. <laughs> yeah. We're just about there. Right on. Cheers. Man. Cheers. Uh, great meeting you guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening to the War Room Roundtable with your hosts, Jason Miller and Philip Lanos. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates. And always remember, if you can dream it and believe it, then you can go achieve it. We'll see you in the next episode.